This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 235, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to Dan the Man. Yes, he is back and we speak about supermarkets. Yes, there's a lot of fun and strange things that happen in supermarkets. So today we have a look at them. And there's lots of R&R vocab. And remember, today is the day that the R&R English Summer School starts. So if you are listening to this podcast in the morning, you still have a chance because lessons start at 1.30pm, 6pm and 8pm today. So if you'd like me to be your teacher for the summer, hit pause on the podcast and go to rockandrollenglish.com slash summer. If not, don't worry, I have a fantastic episode of Rock and Roll English for you. So here is the conversation. One of the important pieces of vocabulary in this conversation is till or checkout. Remember, that's the place where you go and pay the money at the supermarket. You will hear that a few times in the podcast. But yes, anyway, that's enough of me. Here is the conversation. I will speak to you again at the end. Happy listening. Dan the man, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Well, I would say always fantastic, except the fact that you arrived one minute late, Dan. Well, I, I gave you ample warning. Um, nice term there, ample, like enough warning. Something, just some life advice for you here, Dan. Okay. Mm. To be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late. And to be late is fucking unacceptable. Okay. I, I, I actually completely agree, which is why I moved the time. And I said five minutes, but I arrived within three minutes. So I think technically I was early. I mean, you moved the time three minutes before the agreed time. Okay, so again, I don't think that even qualifies as ample time, but whatever. You've been forgiven. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Dad, how do we usually start the show? With a review. Do you think we have a review? Uh, yes. I think so, but I'm just not sure if I've already read this one because. My memory's not as good as it used to be. Getting getting on a bit. So a nice term there to say getting old. Um, so it's from Laura Borisova. Confident, kind of. And it says, the best podcast for English learners, in my opinion. You can listen to it when you don't feel like studying. Martin and his friends are just having casual, funny conversations. But also he explains some words or phrases as they are speaking and recaps them at the end of the podcast. Thank you, Martin. And keep on rocking beautiful nice solid thank you very much for that laura um so on to today's show dan okay mm -hmm. i'm not going to ask you what we're talking about i know you don't know and i thought the last podcast we recorded together was quite sort of traumatic for you do you remember when we listened to recordings from 2016 mm -hmm. thanks for bringing it up yeah <laughs> well don't worry there are no old recordings so in fact because i'm such a nice guy and i did kind of feel bad about that i mean i, know, I do you shouldn't feel bad about it it's just when you hear your when you hear your voice especially from four or five years ago it's cringeworthy a lovely term there cringeworthy like oh that's horrible um well i mean i felt bad at first i was laughing because 
it's always enjoyable to see you suffer. But mm. you were suffering so much, then it got to the point where I thought, what the hell is happening here? I'm starting to feel bad. So because of that, I thought we can speak about something you're more comfortable with, okay? Which is supermarkets, okay? Um, because I was in a supermarket the other day and when I was in there, I had my phone and I read an article about uh, annoying things about supermarkets and I immediately thought, that's a great podcast topic. And I also thought, Dan, I think this is the last jo proper job you ever had from when you worked at a supermarket. No, the last real job, I mean. Well, no, I had a job in England in an office for 10 years. But uh, it's actually, it's, it's funny because I've been recounting a couple of tales from uh, my supermarket days recently. Yeah, I mean, great days they were. Dan the Man worked in one supermarket. I worked in the other kind of rivals. Yeah, I think I think Tesco was slightly more upmarket than <laughs> Asda. Um, so upmarket, a bit nicer, a bit posher, let's say. And Tesco's and Asda were the names of our supermarkets. I mean, not ours. I didn't actually <laughs> yeah. own the whole supermarket. I worked there for £3.40 an hour when I first started. I remember five months after I started, I was called in by the manager and it was a meeting to say, and they basically said, so where do you see your career with Tesco going? And I said, nowhere. <laughs> Did you actually say nowhere? <laughs> I said, nowhere, yeah. And I think she was a little bit upset because, uh, yeah. I mean, that's just typical Dan the Man. Anyone else in that situation would just play the game, like say what they want you to say, but not Dan the Man, okay? He's a rock and roll star in his own right of nowhere. This is a rubbish job. I just need it to get some money so I can go drinking at the weekend. Now, fuck off and leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. Um, so one of the things um, of supermarkets... Um, kind of a new thing i don't think this was around when we were working at supermarkets down mm -hmm. are the self checkouts mm -hmm. so obviously when you have to go there yourself you scan the items what are your thoughts on those dan i love them you see for me they're complicated i always prefer a human okay i, I like that interaction it's funny because you hate humans so <laughs> why would you want to talk to them incorrect i hate dogs okay, okay. um humans i'm okay with i mean Again, a lot of humans annoy me, irritate me, but, you know, I like the interaction and the self-checkout. There's always something that goes wrong of like you haven't put the, the bag in the right place. Too complicated. I heard, I heard recently that since uh, supermarkets have introduced those self-checkout um, things, people stealing from stores has gone up something like 70% or something, yet it is still cheaper than employing people to work on the checkout. So that's why they do it. Interesting. I mean, that is a semi-interesting fact. I, mm. I would give. I'm not going to say it's really interesting, Dan, because it, it wasn't that interesting. But not bad. Thanks. Not bad. If you've got any more, maybe a bit more interesting fact next time. But okay. we're 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 going in the right direction. Sure. Um. So something else I thought about supermarkets. This is just in England because here I I don't think I've ever seen these in the big supermarkets. There's always a clothes department, and my question is. Who the hell would buy clothes from a supermarket? But then I kind of thought, looking at Dan the Man, he's the type of person that has to go to a wedding. I need a shirt and tie. Let's go down the supermarket. I once bought jeans at a supermarket and they lasted, I think it was like two months. And I thought that's not happening again. 
buying jeans at a supermarket i mean that's the definition of cool isn't it you know like where did you get these like gucci prada tesco's <laughs> for the big night out on the friday as i said uh rock and roll um although speaking of weddings and clothes i, I went to a um wedding recently and made an observation i'm always on the lookout dan mm-hmm. and i know it's all all the kids of today when i say kids i mean people aged like 16 to 25 mm-hmm. don't wear socks they wear like mm. shirt tie jacket trousers shoes no socks What what's that mm. all about well you don't wear underwear do you I mean, there was a, I think, a summer when I was 18, when I was just, you know, just going through my kind of hippie phase of just like, let's just be free. And there was someone on a radio show at that time saying, these kids now don't even wear pants. (laughs) But I did that for a summer and then I had to stop because the problem is, I mean, this is quite disgusting, but if, if you're especially out and you go to the toilet and you don't properly dry things, then your shorts have a kind of little wet stain Mm-hmm. And that's extremely embarrassing. Yeah. So um, I quickly realised that. So how you still think now, now I'm 36, I have a child, I'm married, I don't wear underwear, Dan. My free spirit days are long gone. Well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't get the memo that you were starting to wear underwear again. You told me you didn't wear underwear and I just took that as <laughs> fact until you corrected me. Now I know. Right, now okay. I'll stop telling people. Next time I'll, I'll keep you informed about um, Thank you. what I'm wearing, okay? Yeah. Um, okay, so this one I think is absolutely disgusting. Tell me your thoughts. I remember seeing this a few times when um, I was working in a supermarket. People that can't wait to eat the food and actually eat it when or whilst walking around the supermarket. And they give you they give you the wrapper. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to scan the wrapper. So the wrapper, like the empty crisps or the chocolate or... And you have to scan that. And I just think, can I mean, can you not wait to put that piece of chocolate in your mouth? But I'd imagine you did far worse things working on that checkout. I mean, I was a terrible member of staff, so... <laughs> just just to make a change, uh, as I think Dan told us um, in that other office job he had for 10 years, he was described as unmanageable. Um, so that's Dan, just the, the star employee. I, I remember one day when I was working at the supermarket, because... We both worked on the tills, didn't we, the cashier? Yeah, that's the most boring part as well, yeah. isn't it? Just all day, boop, boop, yeah. boop. Yeah, because I didn't actually mind working at the supermarket. It was more I just didn't want to have to talk to people. And so I hated that part of the job. But And then I remember one day the manager of the store said to me, Dan, can you work the reception area to let the workers in at the back? And this was the greatest job you could get because you're basically sitting on a, de- a chair doing nothing, you know, just chatting to your friends. And then... um I was there one day. I must have told you the story, Martin. And I was spinning around. I was bored out of my mind. And I saw two buttons under the desk. They're really, really old red buttons. And I pushed the top one and it got stuck. And I thought, oh, okay. I wonder if I push the bottom one, if the top one would come out. Push the bottom one. Both got stuck. Ten seconds later, I had a phone call come through. And it was basically the anti-terrorism uh, unit in London asking if the, if the store needed assistance. They had to reset the alarms for the store, and I think it cost them like £2,000 or something. But they couldn't fire me because they never gave me training for the job. 
uh, which was about five years wages uh, for oh, you, yeah. I would imagine, at, at least at the time. Um, you have told me that story. You've even told that story on the podcast. But as I say, it's always great to hear them twice just because they're always extra facts mm. um, that sometimes you forget. And I, ju- I absolutely love that story. I can just imagine that perfectly sitting around, moving from left to right on the chair. Oh, there's a button. I'm going to press it like a child, like m- my five month a baby will see something and just immediately go for it that's Dan the man like there's a button there I'm going to press it whatever exactly yeah <laughs> um, okay so not really talking about supermarkets well working there at the moment so as a customer now okay you're, you're queuing up there's a big queue and you're thinking oh fucking hell and then a new till opens Dan what mm. do you do do you rush to the new till or do you you know like a gentleman saying, no, you were before me, you go first. Well, I don't think it would make a difference in France because someone's there before me, even if I wanted to do that. Because <laughs> normally I would wait. Um, That's generalizations, Dan, okay? It, it's facts, okay? come, <laughs> Anyone listening, come to Toulouse, we'll go shopping together, and I'll show you. Yeah, I mean, that, what a day that sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, a, a day of going to the supermarket with Dan the man. How can you say no to that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I, I would wait. I would wait. But mm. uh... um, yeah, I mean, like here, when that happens, it, it's just carnage. So carnage, like it's just totally crazy. Everyone just like running towards this new till. Um, and I've mentioned this before as well. Here they have this thing of everyone always comes up to you with only like four or five items and say, I've only got four or five items. Can I go before you? And it's so annoying because you you kind of feel bad. Say no. Well, I have said no a few times. I've said like, no, I'm in a rush. Um, but then it's really awkward because they're standing next to you looking at you like they want to murder you. So to to avoid that, it's just easier sometimes just to say, yeah, okay. Yeah, the thing is, where does that stop? Because you could be in the shops for two hours. That is exactly my point, because that's exactly what happens. You say to one person, okay, 30 seconds later, someone else comes up. I've only got three items. And you say, yeah. oh, for fuck's sake. Um, when I've only got a few items, what I my tactic, I would never, ever ask anyone, can I go before you? But I kind of just linger. So when you linger, you just kind of like hang around and like try to show them very very clearly i've only got like a few things and then hope that they say um oh look you've only got a few items go well this is why you should use the you know um self-checkout ones because they're 10 items and less so Um, well they're not very big here not many of the big supermarkets actually have um Mm. self-checkout not not where i go anyway um and that's that was my point because in england we have that till don't we 10 items or less okay Mm. Um, so that's always like a smaller queue, faster queue. Um, when I worked at the supermarket, I was actually there. It wasn't the self-checkout. I was actually there on the 10 items or less. And then someone comes along, you know, 11 items. Like, what what would you do with 11, Dan? Would you go to the 10 items or less? I'd go through a 15. Because I, <laughs> I will scan, I'll scan it quickly. I don't mess around. You know, I have everything ready. I don't want to be in that shop any longer than I have to be. Again, though similar to the can I go in front of you where does it stop if you're saying you would go there with 15 where does it stop what 16 17 for me it's a non-overflowing basket if it's level to the top of the basket you're good to go (laughs) 
So yeah, the ten items or less till should be called the non-overflowing basket till. <laughs> exactly. Uh, something similar to that actually was a few years ago. I was on on a stag do. I think it was Corporal Comer's stag do actually. And we were staying in a hotel and I think we'd already done two days there. And in the morning you could have like the English breakfast. So like sausages, bacon, mm-hmm. all the rest of it. It was kind of like a help yourself breakfast. And then there was also the continental breakfast, um, which kind of, you know, like croissants, stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I decided to pay for the continental breakfast, right? Classy man, that's why. Which was less. Oh, no, that's why. You're cheap. No, <laughs> how that changed so quickly from classy to cheap i mean yeah i'm I'm both i would say um so i went for the continental breakfast but like i said it was help yourself so i'd already paid paid less and then i saw a couple of sausages and i was like well you know i've had a sausage like whilst being in continental europe so Mm I'm going to put a sausage on there. But again, when I was eating that sausage, I just felt terrible. I thought if someone catches me mm. eating this sausage, like, yeah. I mean, wh- what's going to happen? Did, like, did anyone catch you? Um, no, but everyone I was with was trying to make it very obvious, saying, a sausage, is that continental? Very loud so the staff could hear. So um, did, 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 you, did you have to tip when you got that? Did you have to tip the staff? Was there an option to tip the staff? Because when I was in America and I had that at a hotel, you know, they they were doing nothing. I mean, literally nothing. I think they just passed me the glass for the orange juice. And there was a thing for tips to be added to it. And obviously, I'd never put it. Um, <laughs> and then at the last day, there was a problem with the receipt. So they ran it through again and added $15 as a, a tip. I mean that's that's America for you, Dan. But you yeah. you have to pay the wages, unfortunately, of the staff. Yeah. Um, no, that was in England. While and tipping for a hotel breakfast. <laughs> Luckily, mm. um, which you're serving yourself. Yeah. I mean, in, in America, you have to tip to breathe air. I think like it's it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. I remember I saw in Central Park. Someone was uh, sold me a, a bottle of water. And they said, do you want to tip as well? Sorry, they actually said, do you want to tip me? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and actually, I was with, another time I was with... <laughs> and wait, let me guess, your response was no, fuck off. Of course. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, the, the $2 was the exchange of value. You know, I'm giving you the $2 for the water. Oh, this is one of the few things I agree with you um, on. But um, so you actually said no. He said, do you want to tip me? See, in that situation i would feel bad and just say no i would okay and i would give him the tip and then i would complain about it on the podcast but um... i think i laughed as i said no because (laughs) i thought it was so ridiculous but fortunately it was in one of those situations where you can quickly walk away no harm no foul but one time i was with um this is dan the man and a few other people and we paid and obviously you have to put whatever it is the 10 percent They've literally done nothing. It was like they've literally done nothing to give me the food. Yeah, someone's just put it there, and Mrs. Dan the man had forgot to check it. They ran after us <laughs> to tell us she hadn't paid the tip. That's what it is, tipping. Just like a nice thing, like you know, it's it's not necessary if you want to, and then you run after people. Um, but I love the yeah. fact there where you said when I asked you, did you actually say no to that person when he said. Um, do you want to tip me? And you said like, no, no, like I laughed at him. Like that was the nice thing to do. Like, no, no, of course I didn't say no. I just laughed in his face and walked off. I didn't laugh in his face. I think it was just like, you know, this is funny. 
You're not getting. A, you're not getting a tip. You would have given them a tip. I would have because I would. I don't like social or socially awkward situations. So I would have given given him a tip um, and been really pissed off. And like I said, I would have moaned about it on Rock and Roll English, and, th- and that would have been it. Mm. Um, that that's how I roll. Um, another one I have here in the supermarket. Again, this was a big thing when I worked there. Are the coupons? So where people would literally cut out the two, the coupons from like the newspaper or magazine to get like twenty uh, p. Uh, yeah, and off. they'd have about fifty of them, <laughs> most of them out of date, and then you have to explain to them each time they're out of date why they're not working. Yeah, I mean that shouldn't be allowed anymore. It, I mean, who is doing that? Like cutting coupons out of newspapers to get twenty five p off a bottle of milk. <laughs> it's... Do you remember? I don't know if you had the same uh, thing uh, as the but at Tesco they used to do these computer for schools vouchers where um, you know you pay ten pound you get a voucher they go give them to the school and if they collect something like twenty thousand they get a free computer. I must have supplied at least fifty <laughs> computers because I would, I would just give the whole wad out. <laughs> So a whole wad, there's a lovely term there, like a big load. We use, use this for like a wad of cash as well. Um, th- that's you, isn't it, Dan? Saving the world. No, it they- wasn't that. It's just because I couldn't be bothered to count them. <laughs> I was trying to like paint you in a good light there, Dan, of like saving the kids. No, no. In the end, they wouldn't let me give them out. So you cost the company £2,000 when you had like the terrorist squad come from London. Yeah, You're yeah. giving out free computers left, right and centre. I was thinking of the children. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> um, actually, children is the last point I have here, actually. Um, a very common thing you see in supermarkets, like screaming children, because it's not so fun, I suppose, for kids to go to the supermarket and the thing I hate is when you see like the mum or the dad giving them a bollocking. So a bollocking, like a real big telling off. Mm. Um, and it, it just makes it awkward for everyone else. Mm. Yeah, I didn't see that. Well, maybe I did. I can't well, remember. That's because you, your supermarket was more upmarket, though. In, in the sort of with like the poor people in Asda, where I was, it, it was uh, a common thing. And I always used to say, I hate kids. Um, and I still kind of have that attitude now i just kind of feel a bit bad saying that because obviously uh you have a child yeah <laughs> i i have a child so for example it was a uh, baby r and r's christening the other day and there was like in the place where we had it at like the restaurant there was like another christening going on and they had everything bigger they had more balloons like everything was bigger and then they had this really massive cake and it turned out the cake was actually fake it was just plastic. It was all mm. plastic, just so they could take pictures with it. And then when we were eating our actual cake, one of the kids came over and he said, can I have some cake? And again, I wanted to say, fuck off and eat your plastic wine, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? But in reality, I begrudgingly had to give him uh, a piece of cake. So begrudgingly, there, lovely term. So like, I really didn't want to, but uh, I had to. But what, one, uh, one of the worst things about working in the supermarket—you'll probably remember this—is when you were younger than eighteen, and so you couldn't legally serve alcohol, and you'd have to ask permission to serve alcohol, and they yeah. would ask you to ask someone who was clearly twenty-nine years old with a full beard, for, even though I looked like I was twelve at the time. Have you got any idea? Uh, yeah, as well, uh, doing that. I remember specifically once someone came to my till that I kind of knew that was kind of like known as like 
the rough kid. So the rough kid, kind of dangerous, the one that would probably beat you up. Mm -hmm. And um, he came wanting to buy some beer. And I knew for a fact he was only 16. And I thought, what do I do here? If I don't serve him this beer, he's going to kill me. Um, So obviously I had to, but again, again, felt bad. (laughs) You had to. (laughs) (laughs) I had no choice, Dan. Okay. I'm pretty sure he didn't die from drinking the beer. I saw him again beating other people up in fact probably it might have been better if never not going to say that not going to say that um, probably a good time to end the podcast yeah. now dan yeah. <laughs> a pleasure as always yeah speak to you later speak to you later bye bye okay so that was dan man and me speaking about supermarkets so let's have a look at some of that r&r vocab dan the man said i gave you ample warning that I was going to be late. So ample, like enough, a lot, let's say. Um, We had the term cringeworthy as well. When Dan said, when you listen to your voice, it's cringeworthy. Notice that word, the adjective is cringeworthy, not it is cringe. I know in Italian people say a lot, oh, that's so cringe. But in reality, cringe is a verb. You say I cringe, but it is cringeworthy. Okay. Then we had um, Tesco's, Dan the Man's supermarket. We said is more upmarket. So if something is upmarket, well, more upmarket, it's nicer than something else. He also used a nice term when he said, I was called in by the manager. So the manager calls you into his or her office. We had checkout or tills. Remember that? I spoke about that at the beginning. I said to Dan as well, I'm always on the lookout when I noticed people don't wear socks anymore. Quite an easy term, but a lovely term. On the lookout. Okay, I'm always looking out for people. Um, Dan the man said, I didn't get the memo that you don't wear underwear. So when you don't get the memo, you don't get the message, let's say. We spoke about the wrapper as well. When someone eats chocolate at the supermarket, they give you the wrapper, like the thing the chocolate was in, let's say. He also used a nice term when he told us about calling the bomb squad. He said, I was bored out of my mind. Again, easy to understand, but very R&R. I was bored out of my mind. Um, I mentioned it's carnage here when a new checkout or a new till opens. It's crazy. And I said, I linger, okay, when I have only a few items at the supermarket. So when someone or something lingers, they just kind of hang around and don't move. If you do a smelly fart, yes, that's right. Sometimes the smell lingers and doesn't go away. Dan said he gave a whole wad of the um, computer for schools, whatever they're called, vouchers. He gave a whole wad to the customers. So a wad is like a big pile. We use this mainly for a wad of cash. I went into the room and there was a wad of cash on the table. So I put it in my pocket. Um, I also used a nice term when speaking about these computers. I said Dan was giving out computers left, right and centre, like to everyone left right and center we like this term a lot um we had the term give someone a bollocking when parents give their children a bollocking at the supermarket i said i begrudgingly had to give the kids some cake so when you begrudgingly do it you don't really want to but you do and last but not least we had the rough kid so a rough kid is the kid that you don't want your kid to talk to because he's a bit rough or she's a bit rough 
not very nice, let's say. So remember, all of this vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 235. Remember that R&R English Summer School starts today. I will see you all again very soon, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.